Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to the Junk Time AFL podcast for round 11, 2019. We're coming to you from Wayne Jackson Studios. My name is Michael Chamberlain and joining me is a man who is very lucky to be recording with us this evening. It's Adam Rosenbachs. Uh, g'day, Michael. Yes, I just uh, I just jetted back in on the uh, the um, Junk Time corporate jet. I was at uh, I was in the Shanghai. Junk time, the Junk Time Concord. Yeah, the Junk Time Concord. I was in Shanghai. I watched the game over there, and I was like, I've got to get back for the podcast. We're recording this on the Sunday night as uh, the Eagles and the Western Bulldogs do battle over in Perth, and the the people at Customs who do a fantastic job, the people at Border Force. But I think they're a little bit too heavy-handed sometimes. Really? Now I came back. Tell me if there's an issue with this. I came back with three kilos. Of chicken salt lining my suitcase, right? <laughs> and they said, "Have you got anything to declare?" I didn't declare. It's just chicken salt. Yeah. Who cares? And you had nine hundred ninety nine, ninety nine thousand dollars. Yes. Yeah. Under limit. Yeah. Once once you go over the limit, all, yeah. all cash just strapped to my body because I thought if it's in my pockets, it's going to fall out. Mm-hmm. If I tape it to myself, you know it's there. Yeah, exactly. It's not going to it's not going to come off. I use the strongest uh, tape known to man. And so I'm going through, and they said, "Where did you get this?" Uh, they kept saying. It's not chicken salt, mate. I'm like, that's fucking chicken salt. I know my chicken salt. <laughs> I met a businessman in a uh, in one of the uh, bars that I went into. Oh, yeah. And he said, can you bring back these three kilos of chicken salt? And did you know that over there, the chicken salt there, three kilos, it was $6 million worth. No way. It's really expensive over there. I think over there maybe it's like the purest kind of chicken salt yeah, as well. Yeah, it, it is. It's made in, uh, in factories out in the back blocks. Yeah, really of, good chicken salt. Of, of China. I, I tried some of that on Thursday. I haven't been to bed since. <laughs> this is the best chicken salt I've ever had, Michael. And I tell you, I tell you what, it's very Moorish. When you put when you put a little bit on your chips, I tell you what, you fucking keep going back for those chips. And so uh, I, the police have allowed me to come and do this podcast. Yes, diplomatic then, privilege. Yeah. Yes, and then I've got to go back and help with some uh, further inquiries. Yeah, if you pay a bit of paperwork. You yeah. know what? For for doing that, for bringing this uh, three kilos back, I got from this guy five thousand dollars. He's gonna I haven't got it yet. He's gonna transfer it into my bank account. But how good's that? That's pretty. Just for bringing back chicken salt into the country. A good Samaritan. Very good Samaritan. Did you watch the game in China, Adam, in Shanghai? I, I, I did watch the start. I saw, did you know, at the start, they did the Chinese national anthem. Yes. And then the Australian national anthem. They did, yeah. Because they had a bunch of Chinese dudes kind of linking arms out the front, at the top of the triangle, I suppose. Yeah, were they part of a Chinese AFL team? I would have thought maybe they were, yeah. Yeah. Maybe they were even like a rep team. They maybe had a, when they had the AFL Asia kind of championships, maybe they were like the team from Shanghai or something, or maybe the Chinese team. Was there a curtain raiser? Uh, that's a good question, Adam. Question without notice, Adam. Come on. Come on. I'm maybe, not the, a, maybe the kids from the Chinese TAC Cup. I'm not an expert on everything. <laughs> well, Shanghai. I always think you are. You know, actually, I watched a, a tourism doco. Not doco, like a YouTube clip yesterday, you know, show you around Shanghai. Yep. And I was like, that's a really fucking sick place. I'd love to go there. Yeah, I, I actually did that yesterday because uh, there's an article that we're about to go through and they talk to uh, Nathan Brown gives his travel tips. Mm-hmm. And he mentioned a place called the Bund, which is in Shanghai. Yeah, I didn't know the Bund. I was like, was that is the Bund the um, metro or something? No, it's like a 
like an esplanade that you can walk along. Oh, yeah, cool. Yeah, and so I jumped on Google Maps to have a look at it, and Shanghai looks fucking awesome. It looks really awesome, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and I, that's the thing in my head when I think of going to China. I'm like... You mean you get to have Chinese food morning, noon, and noon night? Noon and night, yeah. I'm like, which, Holy shit. Which brought down a few people. Alan Richardson got sick. Richard got sick. I think Shane, Shane Savage got a bit ill, but, but still played. Which I find quite interesting. I would have thought that they um, would have brought all their food alone. Well, there's an article uh, in the Herald Sun this week, and they talk to their dietitian, Alison Miles. And so she brought uh, packed everything for the players, and they brought their own. So it's her uh, fault. Well, basically. You pointing the finger at her. Well, I mean, th- three, four, five people go down. Yeah. I mean, in my mind, it always it always <laughs> stops with the dietitian. All the way, all the way down. It go, if there's a full review, it goes all the way from the boot stutter Next, all the way up to the dietitian. To the dietitian, to the person. I mean, you, well, you think about it. If a team's a little, bit, uh, a little bit overweight, who do you blame that on? You don't blame that on them and their uh, shitty regime over summer. You blame it on the dietitian. What do you reckon Stewie Jew's relationship with the dietitian is? Really reckon, healthy. Do you reckon they come in and they go, Stewie, just bowl of fruit for you for breakfast? They're yeah. like, no, nah, no, nah, I'll just get the, uh, <laughs> get the full English if I could. They're like, no, nah, Stewie, a bit of fruit there for you. Like, no, 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 no. It's my... Um, I get my vitamin C it's, from a, it's from my a routine. fruit. I get my vitamin C from a fruit loops. I'm very superstitious. I yeah. need to have eight pieces of bacon. <laughs> Morning, noon and night. So they brought over their own wheat bix Milo, uh, Vitawheat crackers, and lots of snacks for the players. And how's this? They even had milk sent across weeks ahead, weeks in advance. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got milk to come from Australia. They got beef from Queensland, organic chicken, and even yogurt from France. Oh, well, well ex- from France? Excuse me, well, Saint Kilda. Do you know fucking Aussie farmers aren't good enough for you? Yeah, what's wrong with your gelna? Our cows aren't good enough, are they, for you, fucking Saint Kilda? No wonder they fucking lost. Yogurt from France. Is there any more detail on that? Like, why is French yogurt? But I mean, obviously, it's yo player. Yeah. But why is French <laughs> yogurt better than Australian yogurt? It actually, it actually doesn't say. That's really interesting. So what they did, St Kilda, once they knew that they were going over to play this game, they sent... Fuck. They said fuck. That's what they did. Well, they would have done that. But they sent a reconnaissance mission. So they're uh, the high-performance boss, so he's just below the uh, dietitian, Matt Hornsby, the chief executive, executive Matt Finnis, and players Jack Billings and Dan McKenzie... Went over to Shanghai last year. So they did a dry run. Yep. And I think in about November, maybe when the yes. fixtures were released. Yeah. And so they just to have a look at, you know, what was around the ground, whether there's open parks and spaces nearby, if you just want to go for a walk. Well, of course, there's going to be fucking space for a walk, you cockheads. Well, don't be too too quick on that. Shanghai is a very op- uh, populated city. You're still going to be able to walk. Oh, and yeah, you better walk down the street, yeah. (laughs) Well, that's what they were saying. There is pretty much, there was not a lot of places to go for a kick of the footy. There we go. See, Adam? I'm not a fuckhead. (laughs) But that affects both teams. Mm. Neither of you. Unless you get like, um, that's where you hire the penthouse suite and you can just boot the ball around in there. Yeah, okay, okay. Or you do like that Hawthorne ad from a few years ago where they have kick to kick on the roof. Yeah. Yeah, just get a skyscraper. Yeah, kick from skyscraper to skyscraper. What's what's gonna go wrong? Nothing can (laughs) go wrong. Nothing can go wrong. But Nathan Brown, uh, St Kilda Backman, he gave some of his tips for uh, oh, travel tips. Here yeah. we go. Nathan Brown, getaway host. So he says, best travel advice, right? So anyone out there, if you're going on a trip, uh, write this down. Yeah, if anyone out there, if you're going to go on a trip and you might happen to have to play an AFL game in Shanghai, Nathan Brown's got you back. Well, see, I think this even extends to even if you're not playing a game of AFL. Really? If you are, mm-hmm. take it on board. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you're not, I still think it works. He cares. He says, I don't like arriving anywhere when it's already dark. 
Okay. What's he his says, I, I really like to get my bearings, even in Shanghai at Jingwan Stadium. I like to know where the ha- hotel is when I'm standing there. So when he's standing at half back and he's marking, say, uh, Justin Westhoff. Oh, yeah. And he goes, hey, Westie, the Hoff. Do you know where the... You know where the hotel is from here? No, I don't. I don't, Nate. Mate, just through there. Oh, fuck. You've already got a psychological advantage over me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, He goes, uh, so I know when I'm standing there, what direction the bund is. Always important to him. You've got to know where the bund is. Because he can go for a walk. Yeah, okay. So half time, he can walk out of the stadium and go for a walk on the bund. Knows where he's going. Hmm. Uh, Things like that. I can never get that when I land at night. So Nathan Brown, when the the club said, hey, we're going to to Shanghai, he's like, what time's the flight? And they're like, oh, we'll probably get in about five in the morning. He's like, no, I'm not, nah, not working for me, I'm mate. I'm not taking that flight. No, nah, no. Nah. I'll see you guys on another flight. No, nah, I mean, fuck, mate. Right now, I don't know where the fucking Bund is. <laughs> <laughs> and if I don't know where the fucking Bund is, I can't play. Yeah, if they fly into Adelaide, they get there at night. He refuses to leave the airport until yeah, sure. day breaks. Yeah. And he goes up in a hot air balloon. God forbid they ever charter a flight to Avalon or something. <laughs> it's like, oh, fuck, it's a night game. <laughs> can't do it. You know what his must-pack item is? And this, again, write this down. And if you can't write this down, then Nathan Brown's going to take care of you. Must-pack item, a pen. A pen? A pen. Really? That is the first thing when he's packing. I go, hey, Nathan, we're going to Shanghai. Bang. Got my pen. Was he writing down for a speech or something? No, he he said it's simple, but from the arrival cards to being out and about, you always need one, and no one ever seems to have one. Ah, what kind of poop are you flying with? Yeah, gotcha. So they hand out the card saying, you know, what have you got on you? Do you have any chicken salt on you? You know, what's your passport number? All that kind of that stuff. That kind of stuff. What, uh, you know, when they say what um, destination, yeah. place, and you're always like, what? Occupation? What do you put? Uh, I put writer. Yeah, I put writer. I so. never put comedian. Yeah. It's just yeah. not fucking worth it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you've been a smart ass anyway, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's the last place they need comedy. I put colourful racing identity. <laughs> <laughs> And then they ask him what he's reading because obviously he's not just going to uh, focus on the on the films. What's he reading? Yeah, he says I love re- he loves reading, loves, loves reading, it. loves it. But with the kids, I just never have enough time. But he's brought with him the tattooist of Auschwitz with him to Shanghai. Auschwitz, yeah, dude, Auschwitz, Auschwitz. Yeah, how long have you been in this fucking world and you're not you're not familiar that it's called Auschwitz? But he's already read half of it, so you know. Oh, pat on the back. He says it's intense though. I imagine it would be. Yeah, so he probably didn't know that going into it. He's like, oh, I wonder what this is about. Oh, shit, man, because I feel like on the way back, like, it's oh, going to get worse. Yeah. Oh. And it hasn't gone well for St Kilda over there. Ja- um, Jaron Geary, their... Um, Talk of a broken ankle. Inspirational skipper who got back from that uh, horrible um, corky. Which is remarkable. There were a few articles about that the last few weeks, mm. and a few more over the weekend. That, that, I mean, we talked about how there was the, the wound was left open. Yeah. Because Is he going to get compartment syndrome? Yeah, compartment syndrome is the name for it. And actually, um, Josh Bruce went into the hospital with a, a really bad corky as well. They and almost had two game. in there at the same day. But the, well, the way that the swelling of the thigh, they couldn't actually... <laughs> it's gross, but they couldn't actually get the skin to kind of... Join again. Join again. So they had to leave it open. Yeah. So you obviously you're opening yourself to infections, has another operation. And then you look at the side of the thigh that you showed during the weekend. Um, was like 30 staples or something like that? Yeah. Scar down the leg. And it was like a foot long. Yeah. And apparently it's they couldn't put... So you've got your fascia, which runs over the muscle. They can't put that back together. So it's always going to have this weird bulge. Really? Yeah. Huh. So they couldn't put him back together properly. Yeah, and there's a bit of numbness, I think, on the back of the thigh. Yeah. So footy's a great game to play. I'll tell you what. <laughs> on top of that, he got a fucking, uh, he got a fucking broken, broken angle. Yeah, so get your kids into it if you do have them. But he gets the points, the, the uh, freaking fly. So, you know. It's a good point. Swings, roundabouts. Yeah. It's all coming up, it's all coming up rosy. He'd love to walk down the bond, but he can't fucking walk. 
No, but he could, but you know Nathan Brown when he's in hospital visiting him, to tell him where it is. <laughs> <laughs> point it out to oh, him. Oh, no, if you look out the window, uh, Jared, we got yeah. uh, the uh, the hostel, the hotel just over there. Is it? <laughs> Get the fuck out, Nathan. I'm in pain here. <laughs> uh, Collingwood lost to Freo yesterday with one of the final kicks of the game, Adam. A few close ones uh, over the weekend. Yeah, there were uh, for some of the good ones. Um, the big talking point was the goal review. So Lockie Neal. Uh, Got a hand to the goal from Michael Walters. They went through. Hang on, Chris Mayne, you mean? Chris, uh, Chris Mayne, yeah, sorry. Chris yeah, Mayne, sorry, yes. yeah. Um, uh, Chris Mayne got the hand onto the goal from Michael Walters. And then they reviewed the wrong footage. Yes. They reviewed the footage on the goal line. So still side bottom claimed that he touched it when it was over the goal line. That was clearly a goal. And then they take it back to the middle. And then they didn't review. It hit all of Mayne's fingers. Yes. Like it nearly broke Chris Mayne's hand. Yeah, yeah. He, he's actually out for three weeks with broken <laughs> fingers. So, but the, the, the reviewers have gone, oh, no, nah, that, that bit's fine. Do they review every part of the goal? I mean, they should. Well, I don't know if they realised that they needed... They were reviewing the one bit. I actually don't know the process. Like, because they do review every goal. Even yes, if the umpire yes. doesn't call for it. They do review it. And by the time it gets the, the, the square... Do they, though? Do they? Like, if it's a goal, it's just kicked. Yeah, sure. They're kind of going, yeah, whatever, mate. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, we had a good look. Yeah, <laughs> we had a good look from here. Yeah, yeah. yeah you go, it's a goal. And they go, by the time the ball bounces in the middle, mm. then if they haven't you know, made a call to the umpire and say, hey, stop, then play goes on. So they had that time. To, so they watched the steel side, but which, which kind of, it was clearly a goal, but also maybe worth a look at. Yeah, of you course, know, of yeah. course. Because he claimed that it was touched but, and he was behind the line. And he was pointing up, down, up the field. So someone um, should be sacked. I also want to know, what are the names of these people? Yeah. I want a face, I want a name to the face. I reckon we bring them out. Yeah. Yeah, we know we know where they work during the week. They is that, should is be that on their the full-time website. job? Is that are they just what like do Who they are put, they? Who are they though? Do they put on their um on their flight cards when they're coming in? What do you do? AFL video uh, yeah, review. Yeah, yeah, uh, go review. Like is are they like just kind of part-time AFL employees that hang around the office? Are they the you know the 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 the, the gopher? Yeah, cuz you know, he gets the coffee on the Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday and it's like, "Yeah, you do want to um go up to Sydney and do the goal review for that?" Well, cuz we need nine of them. Yeah, there's a lot of them. Are they in each state? And are there more than one? For each game? Yeah. Oh, yeah, because what, what if he's a Frio supporter? Well, that's the thing. Like, he's up there and his dockers jump. Who up. are these people? Yeah, he's going, fucking... <laughs> Sonny Walters, what a goal! Are they umpires? I don't know. Are they, you know, the third umpire in the cricket is yeah. a umpire or a match referee or something who have a cricket background. Yeah, he's, he's an, ump- an umpire. That I think they rotate them through. Sometimes you're out the middle. So who are these people? Is, is this you know, retired umpire Petty Cameron in there or something like that? Like, who, who are these people? You know what? I reckon if it was an ex-umpire, we would know that. Okay. And so these are just chumps who don't know what the fuck they're doing. Well, that's the thing. And now the AFL have or, gone too far down the path that they can't bring them out. I mean, I know he's got a massive work- workload, but is it Chris in a, in a cave somewhere in a central location doing every game at the same time? Yeah. Therefore, they fuck up every now and then because he has so much on his, on his table. Well, he couldn't, he couldn't do that one because he's thinking about, you know, there's a GWS player in the Suns at the same time. He's For watching sure. that. He For thinks sure. maybe there's a, an incident that he's got to review. Yeah, yeah. He's already got the Word document out to fill out the uh, form for when Gary Ablett snipes someone <laughs> one more time. <laughs> yeah, maybe Shane Mumford's run through someone that's confused him for a second. Who are these people? We need names. We want, we want their name purely so we can name and shame. Bloody great win by Frio, though. Yeah, it was fun. I heard yesterday someone said that perhaps the Western Australian teams are doing a little bit better over here because Perth Stadium... Optus Stadium. Yeah. Shaped like the MCG. Yeah, and they have a great airport over there. They do have a wonderful airport. We should get there. (laughs) Um, So perhaps that... But, I mean, wouldn't you train... Like, they don't... 
They don't train on that ground all that often. No, they, they don't. Frio. I would imagine the Freo complex would have two grounds, and I reckon one's one's an MCG size. Yes. And then I reckon after that, if Optus is the same size, then maybe you just need a a Marvel size. I guess so, but they would How play would as play rarely at Marvel as yeah. they do at like the SCG and anywhere the else. Yeah. And stuff. Yeah. Oh, maybe the other one's just like, like a you know square. Yeah. <laughs> it's just for fun just for AFLX. <laughs> yeah. Get your get your miles in there. Probably Nathan Fife would want that because he knows he's going to be. In charge of an AFLX franchise every season. Come on, guys. We're getting a franchise next year. Yeah. Got to get the AFLX out there. What about those blue baggers, hey? How are you feeling, man? Well, we kicked four goals. I'm not making... I don't want to make fun of you. I'm tired of that. It's too easy, by the way. Your team. Because it was a big deal today. It was Worsfold versus Bolton as well. Well, the heat would have definitely come on Essendon had they lost that one. Uh, We already had the heat on us. And, you know, we were without Daisy Thomas. And we all know... What he can do to a team. Like, here's... If we wouldn't have won one game if it wasn't for Daisy. Don't you feel bad for Daisy, though, that he had just three drinks? That's a good point. He just had three drinks. He didn't drive. <laughs> he didn't drive. He didn't do he anything wrong. He wasn't breaking any laws. Three drinks over a night, like a charity function. What's that? Maybe get there 7.30, 8? 7.30. Leave 11-ish, yeah, maybe? Yeah, maybe a bit early because he's a professional footballer. He probably went home early. Yeah, well, maybe, maybe he left maybe 11-ish. In the morning. Yeah. But he left there at 11-ish. You know what happens too at these functions? You're having your wine and you know they come over and they just top it up sometimes. Ah, without you even knowing. You're in a conversation. He's probably buying things for the charity. Throwing down the credit card for a lot of charity. Throwing the cash around. Exactly. At a silent auction, he probably bought everything there. Absolutely. Doing for the Comes back to his table. He's got a full red wine. He's like, did I... I Did remember. I finish that? Did I can't remember. Have I one or two? I can't remember. It's a magical glass that keeps refilling. <laughs> I've only had, technically, I've only had one glass. But only three drinks, Adam. Only three. Yeah, Carlton have gotten a bit heavy-handed there, haven't they? Do you think we... They haven't actually come out with the, the I suppose, the true story in the end. No, yes. when I say true story, you know, you hear the rumours, but we don't know the true story. Yes. But they still kept the three to five drinks line, didn't they? They're they, suspended, but you... You know what? As soon as they suspended him, I reckon they thought we've bought ourselves clearance from this. Yeah, okay. You know, you can say he had 10 drinks, five drinks, whatever. It doesn't matter. We've suspended him. Yeah. We're a very uh, very strict club. Uh, we did know about it on the Saturday before the game and we yeah. decided that we took his word for it and then people came out and said, but it was more than three drinks. Yeah, sure, sure. And then people on Twitter threw him under the bus and mm. said... Oh, yeah, low dogs. There was a lot of that, wasn't Fucking there? Fucking ratting people out on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. I promise never to do that, Adam, to you. <laughs> Thank you, mate. I mean, there's some stuff I could write. But, oh, I know. Uh, but he came out today playing for Carlton in the uh, twos. Yes. He got 32 touches, so hopefully back next week. Yes, and he was at the game. Yeah. He left Windy Hill. He went straight to the MCG. I would like to see him back. I, I don't want it to be like, you know, Daisy doesn't, you know, play out the rest of the year. Which some people call him for. Bob Murphy said he should never play again. Yeah, I think it was Robbo was saying that he's not taken it seriously, therefore he should... Uh, and Peter's a bit rich when Robbo starts pointing the finger at the old uh, yeah, people are drinking a bit when too he's much. The, when he's the voice of reason, you know you've overstepped the mark. <laughs> Robbo says three to five is too many. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but that is, I mean, you look back at his career at Collingwood and the like, and, you know, it's when he was a young guy and had the hair and all that kind of stuff, he was an amazing player. And so you don't want to see him just drop off and be into obscurity. No. Me personally as well. Anyway. Do you think Brendan Bolton stays as coach for the rest of the season? Yeesh. It's getting hard now, man. I, I say he doesn't. I, I reckon they've got to pull the trigger. And I know they're looking, they say the optics aren't great because yeah. Carlton often do this. But yeah. when you're 1-10 and 10 yeah. and we're fucked yeah. and we've given away our first round draft pick. Oh, shit. 
We need to start afresh. We need to start again, again. We need to rebuild the rebuild. There was an article during the week saying you're almost as bad as Fitzroy were back in their final seven seasons. Yeah. I think they had 30-something wins. Oh, yeah. And you guys are the same as them in six and a half years. Well, the fact that we had two wins last year and everyone was like, Carlton are going to be better and, you know, Mm. they've got a better list now. Green shoots, mate. Green shoots. Yeah, the green shoots were starting to sprout. Mm. And they haven't. They've been uh, someone shat on the green Yeah, the green shoots would be shot. Yeah. It's uh, it's pretty fucked. So I think, yeah, I am, you know, I was always a supporter of Bolts, but I think it's become, and I don't like to use this word, Mark, it's become untenable. Yeah, it's just, well, I mean, the problem is you can't sack the team, can you? You can give, you can give it a crack. <laughs> yeah, well, you can, yeah. You know what I love, though? When uh, Stephen Silvani was on Footy Classified, mm-hmm. and he said, because he was defending the list and how bad we were going last year when he was on. No, so we've still got five Silvani kids that can come through the well, team. That's, fine. that's very true. He said, I could easily build a list that would play, you know, just make the finals and be thereabouts every year, but we're building a team for sustained success. So, Carlton supporters, just sit back and enjoy the sustained success that we're building. Yeah, yeah. You know, we could be playing finals. We don't want to do that. We're building for sustained success. Yeah. And, you know, on today's basis... We are we are going to be very sustained yeah. for a long time. Yeah, and I think you're going to be winning that premiership in Shanghai. I'm sorry. That's okay. Yeah. I don't mind where we win it, mate. Yeah. But we're sustained, Michael. Years and years of Carlton success. I mean, well, if you, you watch today, you know that that's coming. Soon. Well, it will be the year 2057. So, it's okay. You know, it's I'll coming. take it. Hey, um, a bit of talk about the cheer squads, Adam. Yeah, Carlton won. Carlton got in trouble last week, last week for uh, calling the umpire a wanker. Yeah. Chanting the umpire's a wanker. I think they'll bang in drums as well. Yes, the the drum you can't bring a drum into the ground, but you can call an umpire a wanker and chant it on mass. I don't have an issue with it. So a Richmond Cheer Squad member got banned for three weeks. Three weeks. Yeah, for calling the umpire a green maggot. Now I have a feeling, and you and I discussed this before the show. We don't actually believe he called him a green maggot. I think it's safe to say that it those rhymes were with not maggot. The choice of words, yes, yeah. and that Richmond, yeah, and we have more concern with the rhyming of the maggot word. Okay, green we're fine with, like we clean, Green's okay. whatever rhymes with green we're fine with that. Yep, but yeah, but we find that he may not have possibly said. <laughs> The word maggot, but has been kicked out. Yeah, don't you think though? Like uh, again, this is another one that the AFL's gone. Yep, great, you've suspended him. That's fantastic. Well, mm. let, let's move on. Don't talk about it anymore. Who's getting suspended for green maggot? Yeah, true. Actually, now was it the AFL who suspended them, or was it the Richmond people? Themselves? I think it was the Richmond people. Yeah, okay. So they've heard that. But then again, you know, you should uh, be able to take up a stance and go, "We're an all-inclusive game. Don't say that word and call him out for the word that he said." Yeah, sure, sure. It's interesting what you can call out and what you cannot call out at the games now. You know, and. Uh, do you have you have you ever been at a game where someone's, you know, texted that number and had security come over and say, "Hey, well, it's fuck, it's probably been you." Yeah, but I've, like, I've have been you ever been around when times. someone's been? I've been asking, "Who the fuck sent that text message? <laughs> Which one of you low dogs did that to me?" Because that's always the joke, you know. If yeah. you sit next to you, I'm like, "Oh, I'll text that person." But have you ever been? Have you ever seen it in real life? I have not seen it. I have been not tempted by it, but there were some guys in front of me at a Carlton game who were using a derogatory uh, term, and I remember. Thinking if he says it again, I'm going to say something to him. Yeah, wow. Because I was just like, you know, there's, it wasn't a swear word, but it was a really, um, it was a word that you would not like to hear. Or you, that should be out of our vernacular. Yeah. And okay. he said it a few times. And I was like, if I hear it again, 
I'm not going to make a big deal. I'm just going to say, mate, stop saying that. Yeah. Because it's not cool. Because you do feel a bit weird when somebody is acting up. Yeah. Feeling a bit kind of tapping them on the shoulder and be like, I, I'm more concerned about, you know, if there are kids around. I'm yes. like, I don't need to hear swearing and stuff when they're, you know, because f- clearly a, a six-year-old in front of you, mate. Although, do I remember, never tell you going to the um, Melbourne Storm game against uh, West Tigers. It's no. back in 2012, 2011. In Melbourne. In Sydney. Yep. So it was at the uh, Leichhardt Oval. So suburban ground. I wanted to see that because suburban NRL ground. Yep. And how big was the crowd? Twelve hundred. Uh, yeah. No. No. Uh, no. It was actually now ten, twelve. And I think actually that they only played like a few games there that year. Right. So people want to you know get down to the suburban ground. Yeah. Okay. And I remember uh, it was the Melbourne cheating storm. Yep. Salary cap stuff like you know, a couple of years before that. And I remember I went down to the race where they were coming off the ground. Melbourne won pretty comfortably, and. <laughs> this bloke turned to his mate going, let's fucking get stuck into him, mate. Let's fucking get stuck into him. And he's gone, they're walking up, he's gone, you fucking cheating C's. I don't want to say the C word today. He said, you fucking cheating C's, you fucking cheating C's. And he's gone, <laughs> and then I looked over my shoulder, he's walking around. He's got like two five-year-olds holding his, holding his hand. Really? Yeah. And I was like, fucking hell, mate. That is rich. That is rich. Well, mate, the kids have got to learn. They've got to learn young. When I went to... Uh, they were dirty cheats, I must add. Yeah. I went to a football game in London, and I uh, went to see Fulham, but we couldn't get tickets into the Fulham section. So mm-hmm. I had to stand amongst the Birmingham supporters, mm-hmm. and they are, like, properly fucking bad. And they were calling... Every player that came out, they just kept calling them cunts. Oh. When they'd announce them, they'd be like, number one, Michael Chamberlain. Number two, Adam Rosenbach. <laughs> and after everyone, they'd just go, cunts! <laughs> and... There was a guy there, this massive dude with a big gold chain with a B on it, and he was standing there with his, like, three-year-old boy. Oh, no way. So it was pretty cool. <laughs> so it was pretty cool. Sometimes, though, at the footy, it comes out of you, um, you can't help it. You know, when something bad, and you're like, oh, fuck off. And you're yeah, like, yeah, oh, sure, sure, sorry, sure. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I do that a bit. Yeah, yeah. I went with a friend recently, and um, and something happened. She'd be like, fuck, you're fucked. <laughs> no, fuck off. Um, and I was like, yeah, maybe not, that, not all the time. Where were you standing? No, that was in the outer. I was. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Michael. Yeah. Seeing how the other half. Went, mate. <laughs> how was that? Uh, now you watched the mid-season draft during the week, I believe. I watched a little bit. Yeah. So recruiters were coming out. Uh, I think it was Nerly and David King on Fox Footy. Yes, and, and it was so it was in the foyer at AFL House. Oh well, they. The, I think the broadcast was in Fox Footy itself. Uh-huh. I think. Um, Oh, that could be a lie, actually. It could be in the AFL studios there. But, yes, they did have kind of little tables set up in the foyer of AFL House of all the different teams. Almost like um, outside garden tables that you might, you know. It was pretty weird, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. It was pretty low rent. Yeah, low rent. That's a good word for it. Yeah, yeah. Definitely wasn't the AFL draft like we normally see. Uh, And then these people would come on stage. Well, not even stage. Just walk up to a dais and say, we're going to recruit, you know, Adam Rosenbach for Gold Coast and talk a bit about their, why they did it. Okay. But one of the Richmond recruits, Adam... Yeah, so they picked up Marley and Pickett. And Dusty, being a very nice guy, mm. being a lovely bloke, has let him come into his home for about a week, I think. Yeah, he's staying with him. Now, uh, the thing about uh, that amused me about Marley and Pickett is um, he's had some off-field issues. He has. Now, look, he wasn't a getaway driver in a, <laughs> in a bank robbery. No. I don't actually what he did. He was about 17, 18 when this happened. I think. Yeah, but he spent some time He had in to jail. go away. Yeah, had to go away for a little bit. Yeah, so they just went, you know what? Let's put him with Dusty. Yeah. Let's, he's, he's a calm. He's calmed down. He's 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 found he's found his way. It's a great story. He's it found really his is. Way. I also like the AFLW play last week. It was a great story that she you know got picked up. Yes. But now you're going to go and live at Dusty's house. Now I would give, I would I would spend a year or two in prison 
just so I could spend a week yeah. living with Dustin Martin. Yeah. Just to see what that's like. That should be... And not during the season. Off season. Okay. Oh. Around about New Year's. Okay. Oh, no. When they're off. When they're off. Like not training. So late October. Yeah, I reckon. Yeah. When he's just before he's going to Vegas or when he's just got back from Vegas? Well, I want to live with him in his home. So I, 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 I want to go on the Vegas trip as well. Of course. I mean, if Swanee... If, if, okay. I'd spend four years in prison if I can go on the Vegas trip with Swanee and Dusty. Okay. Yep. And I'll do a year in prison if I can just live in Dusty's house. Okay. Presuming that Swanee's going to pop over every now and then. You might a, see Swanee For a spot of tea every now and then. <laughs> <laughs> you may. You know what? They should make that like a... Uh, as part of the Richmond package. Uh, yeah, sure. Membership, membership package. package. Yeah, yeah. So you get like, you get your reserve seat, you get a cap. Yep. You get a week at Dusty's. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Guaranteed ticket for a grand final. Yep. And then, the, yeah, top level, you get yep. a guaranteed ticket for the grand final, a cap. Yeah. And a week at Dusty's. <laughs> yeah. And the one above that, a week in Vegas with Dusty. Yeah, yeah, for sure. 20. Okay, that's about 25 grand. I'd do that. Fucking oath, I'd do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. That'd be awesome. How cool would that be? Yeah. Just living at Dusty's, like, you know, you go, you got a game tomorrow. Do we know like, where, yeah, yeah. Do we know where Dusty lives? I actually do not. Can we type in quickly? Usually, if you just type in Dustin Martin, or, you know, type in celebrity and house, you can usually find out where they live. Really? Well, you can usually find out. Sorry, you can usually find out. Um, Suburb. Well, where they have sold a previous property. Ah, uh, yes, you can. Uh, An article you, like that. You know what? Uh, when I uh, sent out my infamous tweet, uh, lots of people knew where I lived. Ah, I got to. They found yeah, out. Yeah, they found out. And they tweeted it. So yeah, that, okay. that was fun. Yeah, so actually, probably a bit too complicated to do this right now. But also, a little fun thing you can do as well of um, if you, uh, you know, you might did this recently. I went to someone's house mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, okay, looking around, it's going, hmm. I'm like, what they, what they pay for this? So you just type in the old real estate. <laughs> oh, really? You found out how much they paid? Yeah, interesting, interesting. Yeah. So just let that be a lesson everywhere. He can, <laughs> he can snoop as much as he wants in this world. And it's interesting that uh, Richmond picked up Marley and Pickett and he j- he's just had finger surgery. So he's not going to play for at least uh, eight to ten weeks, I was yeah, saying. Yeah. So they're, they're obviously looking for him to be in the second half of the season. Am I right? Oh, sorry, sorry, next year. Am I right he's a waffle player? Yes, South yeah, Fremantle, cool. which I think might be where Tim Kelly was from, mm-hmm. perhaps. And with Tim Kelly's form this year, I mean, in a lot of the media voting, he's, you know, second or third. Yeah. I, I think in one of them, I think in the coaches' votes, he might be leading. I mean, it's going to be hard for him to get back to WA if he... Like, the Cats are not going to want to, you know, get... It's two first-round picks again. now. Like, it's just becoming bigger and bigger for yeah. whichever team wants him. Mm. Do you think he'll stay in Victoria? Um, they usually get back, don't they? Like, if you got... Okay, people... He's tried once. Yes. And, you know, yeah, full credit to him to want to go back home, you know. Also very weird that um, stuff. the other teams didn't, like, pull the trigger on it. Like, West Coast went, no, nah, it's too big an asking price. And now it's even bigger. Mm. And mm. now Frio are in the mix because they got Jesse Hogan last year. So they were like, we can't afford it. Yeah, okay. But all of a sudden they've allowed, it's open to both teams. Maybe you can get back halfway to Adelaide or something. Oh, kind I of just, just progressively go back. I like it. You know, further yeah, over the years. Another two years in Adelaide. Just bit by bit. Yep. Yeah. So you start at Adelaide. Which one's closer to Perth, Adelaide? Crows or, or Port Adelaide? Um, that's a good question, actually. I'm going to go with... Port? I'm going to go with... To Perth? Uh, Adelaide Oval is on the water. But neither team is there, so they're at West Lakes, aren't they? Yeah. So I'm just going to do a quick... But yeah, West Lakes, that's a football park, though, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. That's so Adelaide's that's, home ground. So West, I think they're more West than Port. Is that right? I'm not totally sure. I'm not a fucking expert, mate. But yeah, but usually when people make an attempt to get home and may fail... 
But they usually find a way to get home eventually, don't they? Yeah, I would think so. Yeah. Yeah, like Dame Beam's coming home. And, and you just put it out there and you go, I do want to go. But I'll tell you what, if they if they win the flag, I reckon Geelong will go be like, all right, you can yeah, go. Yeah, true, yeah, But sure. if they fall short in a prelim, you're like, fuck, we don't want to get rid of him. I mean, fuck, man. Even um, uh, today, I think it was, I saw something, uh, oh, yeah, Kane Corn's talking about Brad Hill. And it's like, you know, he's the best runner in the AFL. I'm like, fuck, man. Like, I mean, he got his flags with us, but it's like, we could fucking do with him right now. Yeah. No, it's, it's a shame that you guys lost him. Yeah. So that might be, uh, Adelaide Crows might be more west by a couple of hundred metres. Oh, okay. Like Port Adelaide is just north of there. Uh, let us know, folks. Um, send in Adelaide uh, listeners to let us know which one's which. Exactly. Hey, um, concerning news, Adam. What's up, mate? Out of Adelaide, uh, Don Pike. Mm. What's he said? He said that the, the football industry is a bit quick to pot players. Is that what he said? He was referring to uh, Tex Walker last week. Oh, yeah. When he had that moment he would like to get back. Oh, yeah. Moment he'd like to uh, not remember. Mm. And he said, the kind of in Texas defense, he said, hey, you know, football industry, back off. You're a bit quick. Bit quick. A bit quick to criticize. Is that right? And so is it fair to say that Don Pike is the biggest low dog in the AFL? Well, he's just weak. <laughs> he's probably the weakest coach. Yeah. Um, I think no one fears him. No, no one likes him. He's an embarrassment to the Adelaide Crows. He's unrecognizable. If Don Pike was in this room right now, I wouldn't know it was him. Nah. He's like the it's it's he's like it's like he's a member of the Australian cricket team. If he wanted to come on to our show at the end of the year for our, our bye week show, I'd just be like, I'm no sorry, fucking Don. way. No. No Even fucking if the crows way. somehow if the crows somehow managed to win despite his coaching efforts, yeah, yeah, it wouldn't be his final. coaching efforts because he's such an awful coach. Terrible, terrible coach. Man doesn't know what he's doing. I can't believe he's still got his job. I mean, he won a couple of flags at the Eagles, but it wasn't him. No, no, wasn't no. Him at all. There were good players in that team. Yeah. Yeah. He, he just, wasn't one of the good players. He just had photos of Malthouse. Yeah. He was an absolute disgrace as a player. If he wins the flag this year and asked to come on our grand final show with the two guys, one cup boys, I would say, Don Pike, go fuck yourself. Yeah. I'd, you know what? I'd tell him to come along. Oh, so we could do it in front of the crowd. And then just not so have So we'd say, ladies and gentlemen, after like about 45 minutes of me and Charlie and Will being hilarious and you being like, yeah, okay. Yep. And, and we'd say, we've got a very special guest. He's come from the celebrations yep. last night. He hasn't even flown back to Adelaide. Yeah. He's delayed it. Yeah, he, on purpose. Like he, the, the yeah. team's over at um, uh, Amy Park, Adelaide Football Park, getting the you know yep. ovations they deserve. Yeah. He's brought the cup with him. Yep. Don Pike, yep. please welcome onto the stage Don Pike. And then the second he walked on the stage, we could all, as a group, as like the, what, 3,000 people in the room, mm-hmm. we could all say, go fuck yourself, Don Pike. <laughs> yeah. You, you low dog. Yeah, pack your bags. Yeah, and then he cries. Yeah. Yeah. And then we go, don't tell us that we are too quick to pot. And then <laughs> and then we say, no, no, Don, 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 Don we feel bad. Yeah. Um, we want you to go back to Adelaide. We bought you a ticket. It's on Tiger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's on the Croverland. <laughs> you fucking idiot. Also, who's called Don these days? Yeah, what get are a, you, mate? Get a modern name, mate. It's not 95 years old, are you? Hey? <laughs> <laughs> you work in the mines, do you, Don? <laughs> you fucking idiot. <laughs> you fucking you sweep chimneys, do you, Don? You know what's back on the menu, Michael? The oh, rabbit. Rabbit terrain. Rabbit terrain is back. Rabbit terrain at the MCG. Yeah, so... I knew it wasn't the rabbit terrain. I know, so... Rabbit terrain's too delicious. It is too delicious, Oh, my it? God, it's so Moorish. It's like your uh, chicken salt, Adam. Yeah. You got any uh, bit of your chicken salt on the rabbit terrain? Oh, oh I'll tell you what, I go for three days. You're all over it. So uh, the Anzac Day uh, rabbit terrain was supposedly up to 30 people uh, got gastro and sent seven of them to hospital. 
and they've done tests on it. They ran, they ran fucking, I don't know what kind of test they run, but they ran tests on the rabbit terrine uh, conducted by the MCC, the Department of Human Services, and the catering company, and they're all understood to have been inconclusive. It wasn't the terrine. There's nothing the terrain. wrong with the terrine. They did quite extensive tests, didn't they? So yes. they talked about, they, they checked the rabbit. Yep. They checked the rabbit's family. Yep. Rabbit's <laughs> friends. Yep, yep. They checked the burrows. They checked the beer taps. They checked the water. Right. Yeah, they checked all these things. They checked the air conditioning. Uh-huh. They checked a whole bunch of different things that, you know, after they ruled out the rabbit terrain. Yep. They couldn't find the reasoning. Here's my uh, conspiracy theory. I like it. Um, some kind of poisoning. Someone's put something in food. The Russians? Well, I'm not ruling them out. So Collingwood Essendon. But I reckon someone's gone around and put a little bit of dib, 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 dib. You know what it was? Maybe a disgruntled uh, co-worker. Uh, worker? I'm gonna, this, is a, this is a theory. I'm, I'm on to you. I like your theory. Mm-hmm. It was Anzac Day. Anzac Day. Fucking ISIS. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Fucking, so they have gone, mate. So they've got, they're, they're in Syria. Uh-huh. Okay, how do we get? How do we get to Australia? How do we really make an impact? Yeah, how do we yeah. make an impact? So yeah. they've got some guy. And how do we gone, get front page? How do we get on the Junk Time Info podcast? Yeah, they've got got some spread guy. Spread our message. And he goes, uh, "What can I do? Suicide bomb?" They go, "No, mate, no, 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 no. no, no. no. We're going to get the you a job around, at mate. the MCG." Yeah. Oh, what's that? Yeah. Uh, football ground. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They taught him about the game. Seventeen dollars an hour. You fucking what? Yeah, I'm there. Yeah. <laughs> so they got him a, a job with Epicure, the uh, catering mm-hmm, company. Mm-hmm. They said, "In the MCC, we don't want to take out the the fucking low lifes that, no, no that point. can't even get in there." They're trying to get to Eddie. Yeah. We don't. We don't want. We don't want you to fucking poison anyone who's not wearing a collar. <laughs> and the the guy's going, all right, I'll fucking do it. And so ISIS have gotten into the MCC, uh, infiltrated. I'm buying it. Done what you've done. Poisoned up to thirty people. Didn't get to Eddie. Mm-hmm. Sent Sam McClure. Was he one hospital. of the victims? Was he? He was. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so that when he's too many scoops coming out of McClure, we're going to shut him down. I feel like Andrew Welsh might have been a victim. I think no, no. There was the anyway. Move on. There was a former player who was a victim. Is that right? Yeah. No, not Andrew Welsh. It wasn't him, but it was a former player. Okay. So, yeah, I, I think it's ISIS. Yeah, okay, I can buy they're that. fucking crafty. I mean, they're getting, they're getting stuff done. Yeah, they are. They are. And, and they've avoided detection too. So, you know. Genius. Quality work done. Yeah. You know, that guy deserves business class back to Aleppo. Yeah. <laughs> He's in the Melbourne Caliphate Club. <laughs> That'd be annoying though, wouldn't it? It's just like you do great work for ISIS and then they go, we got you tick back, tick back, doing a great job. It's yeah. Tiger. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, Tiger's really bad. Tiger's a bad airline. It is bad. <laughs> um, shall we wrap it up shortly, Adam? We I, think we, I think that's it. We haven't even got any footballs in real life this week. Haven't got any footballs in real life. They're in hiding. I think it's winter. Therefore, they've uh, gone undercover. Well, they're too, they, they just know that if they put their heads up, they're going to get potted. Well, that's a <laughs> But also... They just stay at home. They just have their three to five drinks in the living room as opposed to the charity function. Yep. Throwing cash on other people. We are JunkTimeOfferPod at Gmail. We are JunkTimeOfferPod on Twitter and Facebook and G... The, the Gram. That's what I'm trying to say. I was about to say <laughs> Gmail again. Yes. JunkTimeOfferPod on the Gram. Yes. Check out our Instagram page. It's hilarious. Yeah. We're going to hit the road. You go, Hawks. Mmm. Fucking close.
deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.